Gathering all his riches, he formed a great caravan, and they moved off toward where the signs indicated. But the powerful Lord didn't realize how long and hard the journey would be. Many of his servants fell ill, and the good Lord cared for them, expending great wealth on healers and doctors. They crossed such dry country that the inhabitants were dying of hunger by the dozens. The Lord allowed these people to join his convoy, and he provided them with food and clothing. They met groups of slaves that were also terribly mistreated, and the Lord decided to buy their freedom, costing him great amounts of gold and jewels. The grateful slaves also joined Beulah's party. So long was their journey, and so many people ended up joining the convoy, that when they finally arrived at their destination, only a small portion of the jewels were left. Jewels that the Lord had intended to be reserved as a gift for the great king. Beulah then discovered the final sign, a great shining star rising up from behind the hills, and he headed towards it with the last of his riches. He walked toward the great king's palace and came across many travelers, but against his expectations, few of them were noble or powerful. Most of them were shepherds, gardeners, and poor people. Seeing their bare feet and thinking of what little use such a powerful king would have for his few riches, Beulah ended up sharing the last of his jewels with these poor people. Without doubt, his plans had gone awry. Now he couldn't even apply for a position in the new kingdom. Beulah thought of turning around and going home. But he had been through so much to get where he was that he didn't want to leave without at least seeing the new king of the world. So he carried on walking and saw that after a bend, the road came to an end. There was no sign of a palace, soldiers, or horses. All he could see was a small stable at the side of the road, where a poor family were trying to protect themselves from the cold. Beulah was disappointed at having gotten lost again, and he approached the stable, intending to ask these people if they knew the way to the king's palace. I bring a message for him, he explained, showing them a parchment. I would like to serve him and have an important position in his kingdom. On hearing this, they all smiled, especially a newborn baby who was lying in a manger. The lady in the stable held out her hand and, taking the message, said, Give me the message. I know him. I'll give it to him in person. And she gave the parchment to the child, who, to the sound of everyone's laughter, squashed it with his little hands and chewed it, putting the parchment beyond repair. Beulah didn't find this funny. Realizing that he now had virtually nothing, he fell to the floor, crying bitterly. While he was weeping, the baby's hand touched his hair. The Lord lifted his head and looked at the child. He was quietly smiling and was such a lovely, happy baby that Beulah soon forgot his troubles and started playing with him. And there he stayed, almost the whole night in the presence of the poor family, telling them of his travels and adventures and sharing with them what little he had left. When dawn broke, Beulah got ready to leave, bidding farewell to all and kissing the baby. 
The child, smiling as he had done the whole night through, grabbed the soggy parchment and stuck it in Beulah's face, making them all laugh. Beulah took the parchment and kept it as a souvenir of that charming family. That day he began his journey home. Several days later, remembering his night in the stable, he found the parchment among his clothes and opened it. The baby saliva had left no trace of the original message. But right at that moment, while he was looking at the empty paper, fine drops of water and gold filled the air around the parchment and slowly came to rest on it. And with tears of happiness rolling down his cheeks, Beulah read, I received your message. Thank you for coming and for all the gifts you brought for my friends and who you met.